0: 49 is deep in the heart, like Joe Montana in the corner, D. Clark. Garrison Hurst, Stiff Farm going 99, don't get it twisted, one and all, with prime time. John Taylor, Jerry Rice down the sideline, NDB, greatest owner of all time. Gruden, Walgreens, Bill Belichick, we
1: all students in view. It's the 49 Faith from the UK show. Week 6 is done, and having spent 5 weeks punching teams in the face, finally one team, the Browns, decided to punch back, handing the Niners a 17-19 to loss. It was a messy game, and potentially lots to unpack. But it is just a narrow margin defeat on the road to a team coming off their bye week who also happen to have the league's number one defence. In the preview show, we talked about how is that possible. I think now we all know why they've got the number one defence. I'm Gareth Ellis and joining me for some reaction, but not overreaction, it's the one and tonight only Najee Karar.
0: Hello everyone.
1: So Ali and Paul haven't made it back home in time after the watch party uh, to join us tonight, but hopefully they will be back, maybe even later this week, to talk about result aside, maybe uh, what looked to be a great meetup in London. Uh, but onto the game, we've got the dirty job, Nadji, of, of having to yeah. unpack the, uh, the muddy ground. First therapy mm, session yeah.
0: of, the, of the year.
1: It is. It's, it's been smooth sailing, no roller coasters mm. so far. So we were we were doing it.
0: I was saying. Uh... It's pretty funny. Uh, whilst we're, I was watching with with my partner, and I had this sinking feeling. I, d- I just didn't like the vibe, and I just said to her, "I don't miss this." And then we used to have this every week. <laughs>
1: um, <laughs> true, true. Yeah, Yeah, it did. It did feel like the beginning of last season, didn't it? A little mm, bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, have you uh, have you got three talking points, Najee? Um.
0: Not really. It's more of a of a free bullet point statement. I think it's a bad that's day at the office. Uh, that's free mm-hmm. word to for me. Bad day office. Uh, it happens, and uh, yeah, we're gonna talk about it. Everything that went wrong.
1: Yeah, I've got. I'm um, trying to sum it up. Uh, I think offense overwhelmed. That's mm-hmm. one thing to talk about. Uh, flags flying. Uh, not a pretty game for the penalties, and and fair play to the Browns for everything that was bad. I think the Browns had a very very big role in making us look bad. They disrupted everything offensively we were trying to do. Um, and let's not forget, we came up against a, a team with a very good defense and a very yeah. good game plan.
0: Yeah, so, if it was if it wasn't the Browns, I would actually root for this team because uh, I really like the the vibe. But there's no way. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it's 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 not not often we've seen a team that can match us physically, and I think yeah. the Browns the, the Browns did that. Uh, let's start on the offensive side of the ball. Um, not a good day at the office for the offense. Uh, weather didn't help, but it's the same no. for both teams. And certainly yeah. the Browns' defense didn't help. Um, but I think also it was generally a, a bit of a funny game. We did look out of sorts, particularly after Debo left. Uh, what were you seeing, Najee? I
0: think it's a combination of a lot of things. And as per usual on this podcast, we're going to obviously try and stay positive and look at the future. And we can look at things that went really well too. Uh, and I think the, that's why we we need to take off this game offensively is despite everything that's gone wrong in that day. And you've mentioned it, we lost Debo. We also lost Trent for a while who apparently didn't really play 100% and just took one for the team Uh, Because he didn't want to leave, Jalen Moore against Mars Garrett, Um, and then losing CMC, and then the weather, and then it's probably a lot colder than San Francisco and Cleveland, and and a road game, against a team after a bye. You know, it starts to amount little by little, and all those margins get even smaller, and then they eventually pass you. But I think ultimately we had a shot to win this game, and. That's really all we could have asked for on a game like this. He was choppy. Started in warmups. You know, we knew it was going to be a, a dirty, muddy battle, and and that's exactly what it was. And I, I think I said it on Discord. I think we win this game nine out of ten times, because if a couple of things go our way, and we'll talk defense in a minute, but Fred, instead of getting tackled by PJ Walker, walks in the end zone. We win that game. IU catches a ball uh, in the first quarter. Like, just off for a big gain, we win that game. If he leaps and lands inbound and carries on running, we win that game. And if Jack Moody doesn't miss two field goals, we win that game. So much has gone wrong. And yeah, we were this close to win the game. So I, I think there's a lot of positive as well as a lot of negative. But if we want to start with a negative, uh, let's say this guy, number 13, appears to be human. <laughs> mm-hmm. it's, um, it's not a bot. No. Um, the broker chip is. Uh, slowed down somewhat a little bit uh, this week, maybe got pulled by some black hole or something. Uh, but yeah, it was it was far from perfect. Um, really odd though. I think uh, to me, what the one play that resumed the night r- the most is when he just kind of lost a fumble, a ball that just kind of slipped out of his hand, and he didn't really know where it was. Managed to recover it, but that's kind of summarized exactly what. For him, he must have been like to play in the defensive contests in that defense. Um, it was just a lot harder to do anything. And the Browns gave us a really good showing, and kudos to Jim Swartz, who's been doing it for a long time now. But he's good, and he's very good against us as well. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I think, you know, Brock looked human. Clearly his worst game as a Niner. Uh, but, again, he's put us in a at the end of the game, on the last drive, he put us in a position to win it, and you can't really ask for much more than that uh, in the NFL. Sometimes, uh, it's sometimes the game is hard. <laughs> it's the NFL.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, the stats aren't gonna gonna back it up. He he clearly he had a poor game. I think there. I don't think it was it was terrible. I think it's the kind of game where you've seen rookie quarterbacks can completely crumble. Yeah. in that sort of game, and, and I don't think I, he did. I think he kept at it. I think the Browns did a, an excellent job of stuffing up the run lanes, um, took away that element of our game, made us a little bit more one-dimensional, and we're then able to lock that down. So then that that made it really tough, I think, for Purdy. And I think what, what I picked up most was the amount of pressure he was under and the amount of times he seemed to have to be throwing off his back foot. He yeah. wasn't able to step up into the gap um, formed by by the pocket moving around you, um, and and get those laser passes uh, forward. He always seemed to be on his back foot, and I think that certainly contributed to a to a few of the of, of the overthrows. I think, as you said, it's a wet ball, and it's yeah. also the receivers in that in that wet weather. Little bit of a slip, little bit of heaviness in the boots. They're suddenly they're half a yard behind where they should be. Sure. Combine that with a yeah. slight overthrow; it looks terrible. Um, certainly, I think, uh, wet ball, I'm not going to hang him out too much to dry, but certainly there was a couple there that Ayuk probably should have held on to. And I'm sure he'd uh, he'd agree with that. We've seen him make tougher catches than that. Um, and of course, there was a load of defensive uh, pass interference calls, I think four, um, which were incomplete passes, um, but incomplete for the reason of uh, of someone being wrestled. Uh, to the ground, uh, and <laughs> unable to catch the ball. I, I thought he handled the pressure quite well. I thought he actually, he coped with it. And as you've said, all that matters is you drive down the field and get us in a position to win the game. And he did that when it counted, right at the end of the game, when clearly I think the O-line was a bit blown by mm-hmm. the end of the game. I think that's partly Shanahan's had a bit of criticism for moving away from the run game. I think the run game wasn't working. McCaffrey was out. And I think you see that the O-line was a bit shot. And they weren't going to be able to make it into the second level uh, to make those run plays work. So, so I'm not overly critical of that. Uh, but I think you, think you covered it, Najee. All those little 50-50s, all those little margins, everything went against us in that game, mm-hmm. um, in in a lot of respects. And we still only narrowly lost due to due to yeah. the missed field goal, which yeah. perhaps we'll we'll talk about later. But Perfect. certainly uh, the penalties. Oh, well, a big yeah. issue, I think, offensive and defensive side of the ball. The Browns have their share as well. But certainly thinking about ours, I can see a lot of our offensive and our offensive line penalties are a product of the Browns' defence being really good, unsettling us, and possibly Trent Williams' injury. Uh, what do you make of the offensive penalties, Najee?
0: Yeah, uh, they, as you said, they're usually a symptoms of one or two things. Either uh, they really hate each other and they're just going at it. All, the other team is very good and you're doing all you can to try and stop them and hope to get away with it. And I think it's more of the latter. Uh, in that case, the Browns' defensive line was all over us. And uh, yeah, I think Trent not being 100%. And I, I don't know, Burford and McKivitt, I don't think had a bad game, but it, it was far from perfect compared mm. to what they've shown against Dallas has um, definitely amounted to all of those penalties on, it definitely on offense anyway. And there's nothing more crushing uh to an offense to actually get a good play, uh, finally, when you've been struggling for two quarter plus, and it turns out that there's a hold, or there is a, you know, hands to the face, someone that, that's actually definitely helps you get that play, and this is what, but it's soul crushing because, you thought you had 10, 20 yards <laughs> you're backing out 10, 20 yards. It's, uh, it's, it's difficult to gain rhythm when it's like this. Um, but yeah, I, I think, yeah, you know, it was always going to be a game like that. It's really weird because Lee's talked about, you know, the, the history of those two teams playing each other and there's not really a big history, but I have a feeling after a game like this, mm-hmm. if, if, if we play them next year and maybe the year after and uh, you never know what's going to happen, but. It's definitely some kind of new new rivalry that could emerge from this game and we'll all remember that that one time where we almost won it and uh, kind of shot ourselves in the foot a little bit
1: well I think it that showed before the game actually with the, yeah. the little bit of scuffle that was yeah, well yeah. publicized all seemed a bit of handbags um but Trent Williams is a big guy for a handbag so <laughs> oh god I
0: just I just knowing the fact that he's there I just wouldn't start any fight.
1: It's just, that's, no, it's not worth exactly. it. Foolish, <laughs> foolish. Yeah, we certainly help weren't helped with the uh, with the offensive penalties. I, I was disappointed. Hopefully, Purdy will learn from uh, his couple of intentional groundings. Um, I think that's that's the desperation of, of yeah. not wanting that negative play. I will um, say, and you make it worse.
0: Yeah, I will say, I think the, for some reason, the NFL is really putting an emphasis on it. it. It's happening in every game. There's a lot more grounding than it used to be. I think they're really applying the rule to the letter now. Because you could have made a case, especially, I think, on the, you know, the one where he falls down and kind of tries. Like, BA was kind of in the area. And I can see this last year, maybe I've been poor. I mean, I know he didn't reach the line of scrimmage, but. Mm,
1: um, that's, that's the killer, isn't it? Yeah, that's the killer
0: but yeah it, you know I, it's not just happening to this game in particular Brock it, I've seen it I've seen way more intentional grounding than I've seen in the past uh, it's it's happening a lot more I think it's trying to restore a little bit of balance and helping defenses because uh, the the game is heavily
1: uh, slanted towards offense but yeah yeah I, I, I didn't have a problem with the calls no. I think that's 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 learning He's uh he's trying to avoid the negative play and and made it worse. And sometimes yeah. that's just a, a decision made. Um unfortunately there was the one negative ground, uh, uh intentional grounding um by PJ Walker, which mm. was a fumble every single day of the week. I'm not sure what the referees uh saw. Um at game speed, it's certainly when it went for the review, I think everyone was saying that is a fumble, but it's just not enough to turn it over from the on-field decision. Um, that's that's another one of those fine margins. That was a game-changing moment. If they let that play out as a, thumble, as a fumble, Bosa's walked it in for the touchdown. Um, there's a minute left in the end of the first half. It's 17-7, uh, um, and it's an entirely different game. But it wasn't wasn't to be. Uh, also, some messy penalties on the defensive side of the ball, both actual penalties and some imaginary penalties yeah. uh, dreamed up um, somewhere uh, in the referees' union. And um, what do you see, Nadi? Well,
0: you know me. I don't really like talking about refs. They're just yeah. they're people just like us, and they they do try to uh, to do their job the best they can. They don't set out to screw anyone over it's very hard to do this job uh, i challenge anyone to go and try it to figure out how hard it is to actually do but yeah no they didn't have a good day that's uh that's for sure um but i will not subscribe to the fact that the refs have lost us the game there certainly is a few calls that i'm still scratching my head about uh, and i'm sure tash and gibson thinks the same mm-hmm, uh, absolutely which i would have probably sealed the game too but uh, you don't lose a game on one play one particular play it that's, it's not football that's not how football works um yeah i let's say i don't want to really talk about refs i don't like doing it. it's not play better and you don't have to worry about it that's yeah you
1: know, I, ultimately i agree if you uh if you don't take your chances you're giving the referees the decision that they're going to be the deciding factor in the game exactly. um and uh, and yeah i i agree but um again they were just those little things that just didn't go our way, go our way. on yeah. that on that day uh, yeah. i have got to say i think think we've been fairly um fairly lucky i think so far this, this have, season yeah. i can't can't think of any any particularly refereeing decisions i've had a problem with and i think we've we've possibly got away with a couple i can I certainly mean, yeah. think of a um a dry slap delivered by a um, couple of offensive linemen that on another day might see them taking an early shower. Um, so maybe this is maybe this is just evening it up. Um, Very true. What about the um, the play calling? A bit introspective. I know there's been a bit of a few overreactions. Um, people with the narrative about Kyle not being able to to close out games. Did you do you have any issue with him at the end towards the end of the game? Certainly.
0: Um, if we're talking about the timeout and not trying to get closer. Um, he explained it and I, you know, if that's the reasoning at the time and that's what you want to do, that's what you do. Um, it's very easy to critique with insight, as always. Uh, I think it's a sound plan to have a timeout. If you have a bad snap, it's windy, it's wet. Yeah. We don't want to pull a Tony Romo in the playoffs. I, I totally get that. Would I have preferred handing the ball over to Mason to get probably another eight yards because that's what he does? Absolutely but I'm not the coach. I don't get paid. Um, yeah, I don't think that's what I would have done. Uh, I would have put my trust in my uh, in my holder and my kicker uh, to nail one player instead of in a backup in case it goes wrong. But I get, I get the rezoning. Um, yeah, I'm more uh, annoyed by the drive before we give them back to them and they score that touchdown. Um, we should have run the ball on that drive. 100% should have given it to Mason um, and I know the game plan is out of the window, we've got no Debo, we got got um, no CMC, we got an injured Trent, um, it's not as easy as, yeah we'll just run the plays that we run, because all of our offense is on you know looking one way and doing something else, and if Debo and CMC are on, on the field, you can't really do that it's pretty obvious what you're going to do when you have Mason, Ayuk and Kittle so uh, yeah, I'm a bit annoyed on that front. I think we could have chewed way more clock. We could have potentially punted and pinned them down, uh, and, and make them work a lot harder to score the last down. But again, uh, we, we put our trust in the guy that's been playing the best on our team, which is Purdy, and it just it didn't happen. It again with insight, it's so easy to look back and say they were wrong because they obviously were. Otherwise, we would have won. Um, but yeah, it's a uh, it's not what I would have done, I. but I totally get why. I could have swayed, be swayed. I'm sure I, if I'd been on sideline and I would have said to Kyle, look, we should run the ball. And he said, no, we're passing it because Puddy's on fire and he's our best guy. I would have been, yeah, no, you're right. That's what we should do. Um, so, yeah, it's, um, it's a hard one. Uh, I, crit- critiquing the ch- coach's decision is it's always a weird one to me. Um, it's damn if you do, damn if you don't kind of mm. situation. You're play goes if it well. Works, yeah, if it, it works, works, you're a genius. a genius, and if it doesn't, you you should be fired. Yeah, that same play call. Same play call. Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah, I think uh, that's. I think you're talking about when we were 17, 16 up. Yeah. and um, got the ball back right. with with about three and a half minutes. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, it yeah, slightly odd maybe to go for it uh, a pass on first down, but I think obviously the run might have been just a bit too obvious. Um, and that was the one where Brock, Brock got caught for the intentional grounding, and then suddenly it's second and twenty-one or something. So you, then you've got to throw it. Then yeah. we end up throwing it three times, three incompletes, um, and and we pump the ball and take what sixteen seconds off the clock or something. Yeah. Um, yeah, didn't didn't work out as planned. But again, this was just another one of those little things that that went away from us. Um, I would have liked to have seen a little bit more trust in, in Jordan Mason in the yeah. in the latter part of the game. I think we've seen this before that Kyle does tend to move away from running the ball when we're behind late in games um and want to put a little bit more onus on on throwing the ball. Um I don't quite understand it maybe maybe it's it's changed a little bit with Brock and he trusts him a little bit more or obviously with CMC out and it's and it's just Mason and clearly clearly Mitchell I don't think is is fully fit regardless if he's oh. medically he's certainly not match fit so um yeah let's let's uh, let's move on from uh, from that one I uh, I think that we've got to the to the business part of the game the the end of it, and the uh, and the missed kick I I don't have a problem with with Shanahan uh saving the time out and a bit of time on the clock. It it does make sense. I think partly because it takes the pressure off your snapper and holder that they know they could botch it. So suddenly they won't. They won't ever because they know they've got that back up. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think it was 41 yards. I think Kyle is fully within his his rights to trust. What's the difference between 41 and 38 yards? Because that's roughly on a running play. That's all you were getting, three and a bit yards per carry. So, if you trust your kicker from from thirty eight, why not from forty one? Um, it might well have made the difference, given that his kick just drifted just, at the end. Yeah. But it's another one of those little margins that didn't go our way. Uh, I think, in some respects, there's there's a lot of things that we've been able to flush out this game. We've lost the first of the season, so you don't have the whole unbeaten pressure. Purdy's lost his first regular season game. Moody's missed a a, a big field goal. These were all inevitabilities. Um, and I'm being philosophical about it, quite happy that we've got them done early in the season, rather than these happening later in the season. It's not about making the mistakes and it's not about losing the games. It's always about how you react to them. I think they, in particularly in this case for Purdy to react to the adversity of a bad game and, and obviously for Moody. Um, to be able to get that out of his brain and and forget about it entirely because that's his job it's he's, he's a kicker um they've all got to be a bit mad to do that job um so hopefully he'll uh, he'll get himself in the right in the right headspace he seemed pretty level after the game you can see the disappointment but i think obviously he was speaking to people in the locker room um and and i i quite like that from from a player if if people are saying there's not much emotion there um you don't want them too high you don't want them too low Um, He was disappointed, but he didn't look crushed. Um, I don't know. Some people might expect that, but no. um, It's a game. It's done. You can't get it back.
0: There is, you know, there's every personality in the world. Some people would have cried. Some people would have not cared at all. And he's kind of. He looked pretty disappointed in himself and and Mm. annoyed. Um, But you know, I think that's one of his good qualities. He's pretty stoic. You know, he's he's one way and doesn't really change whether he makes it or whether he doesn't i think that's a good quality to have in a kicker like the pressure clearly doesn't seem to phase it all that much but yeah it was a you know we had concern during pre-season it was a first real big test and uh, he failed it but you know it doesn't matter he'll have some more and ultimately at the end of his career if he's made more than he has missed then it will be a good career um we were reminded by Paul, uh, I think, earlier today that last year Robbie Gould missed a fifty-one yard, uh, 41 yard to win against mm. the Raiders. Luckily yeah. for him, it was a tight game and it, he got to redeem himself, but he missed it. It was 41 yard. Everybody crying for Robbie Gould to come back. It, Robbie Gould has missed a lot of kicks as well mm. throughout his career and he's um, missed
1: winning games. And you that know. was in the uh, air-conditioned dome in exactly. Vegas, not exactly. the the wet and horrible uh, fading light, I think, in uh, in Cleveland.
0: Exactly. Uh, that good, I, good. The last message I want to say, I'm I fully supporting of Moody. He's our kicker. Totally. And and the same way we support any QB or any player that wears the red and gold, he's got my full support. Until he's not on the team, he's, he's the greatest kicker we've ever had. And that's all we need. Uh, Apart from
1: Vizcaino, obviously. Apart
0: from this Viscayne, Hall of Fame, game, yeah. of course.
1: <laughs> Defence put in another good performance. I know a lot of people made made a lot of, of it being a third-string quarterback. I, I Having seen him before, I think PJ Walker has actually got oh, really? a winning record wow. as, as a quarterback. Yeah, because wow. he won like four or five games at a Carolina at the back end of last year. I think he's, he's to me, he seems like, why hasn't he got a, a number two job uh, mm-hmm. somewhere uh he's he's pretty confident he made a couple of mistakes um but he also particularly in the latter stages he made a couple of very good passes um and did find some gaps in our defense but, but what did you make of the performance uh, the Niners' defensive performance overall no uh,
0: yeah i want to start to say that very surprised how pj walker looked um and it made total sense that he would start over dtr uh he played really well you know considering mm-hmm. his uh, Of the practice squad. Uh, He made us look bad at times. And that's all you can ask for a quarterback. Uh, But yeah, I think our defense is uh, shaping up. You know, we're getting there slowly. And this one was definitely a hard fault. But you can't really ask them for much more than what they gave us. Um, 19 points is not a lot. Um, Especially in that kind of weather. Especially when a couple of ref calls really go against your way. And push your back against the wall. Uh, but you know, two picks. Uh the first one was incredible, well read by oh, Fred. Yeah. He's a, uh, he's I don't he's a machine, he's so good. Fred is so very good. Um it's just as I said, it's very, very nearly a pick six and obviously changes the game. I always want them to try a lot harder than they do. Uh but it's it's very difficult. I you should be able to steam farm PJ Walker. Come on. <laughs> You're Fred Warner. Um, but yeah Lenore, good pick although it was a slip i uh, just read it really well mm-hmm. and took to the chance and the opportunity and uh both are, again that call definitely a fumble definitely recovered for a touchdown and all that uh, yeah you can't really ask them for much more uh the trick play was very well uh, played <laughs>
1: yeah touchdown it was yeah that, that, that was a good hunt. play
0: uh, and and mm. Yeah, they you know apart from that they didn't do much. Yeah, Amari Cooper is, is a good is a good player, and uh, you know he he made us and he was well, 108 yards for eight catches or something, um, and one one incredible catch on on Money World. But yeah, I I think our defense played pretty much as well as they did against Dallas. They didn't do really they didn't dip they didn't play better, but it's it's starting to take shape, and now we can see turnovers are starting to pile up. And I think uh, if if we're on that right track, come week uh, 16, 17, 18, we're going to be uh, ready and dangerous.
1: Mm. I think it was a it, it was a good shift. I was very impressed to see how much uh, energy there still was at the end. Particularly a couple of those those ref calls don't go your way. It's easy to get that frustration and lack of focus. Uh, I think we kept that. I think we kept them to the to the field goals. We we mm. kept giving our offense a chance um and that's for the defense spending a lot of time on the field because we had so many three and outs in that in that sort of third quarter period um and i i thought it was going to really wear them down but uh they got some yardage but uh, we kept them out of the end zone um and i think that was that was uh, uh, an excellent performance budget which was deserving of a win we just couldn't quite uh, get there.
0: Uh, and, Randy, Randy and we were missing we were missing Dre, so you know, I think yeah. not even a hundred percent. And I have to say, Aaron Burks and uh, Demetrius Flanagan foul uh, really played really well as backups and stepped in and had a good game. I, I can think of Burks, uh having that saving touchdown uh, tackle mm. on a, on a big play on Goodwin, or, or I think Hunt, so, yeah, maybe. the yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, the jet uh, sweep, I, group, I think so, it was, you know. Uh, Randy Gregory made his oh. debut. Um, made a bit of impact. It did sack
0: on the first game. That's pretty impressive. Uh, yeah, I think he's gonna fit just right in. He uh, yeah, that's good. It's good trade it's from mm. a C minus to a to a B minus according to this card. <laughs> uh, every time he made a play, the, the trade grade got a little bit better. We're obviously uh, taking can the kind a- of
1: a C when, yeah, we're we're swapping the 6th and the 7th and we're we're paying
0: minimum. Yeah, it was us referencing the the infamous CMC trade C-minus that somebody's giving us. (laughs) So we were having a a lot of fun with that on Discord. Um, Yeah, no, it's good. Um, uh, Since we saw, Kevin Givens played well last week, uh, but Hyder, and I've said it, I think, before the Dallas game, we need all those backups, you know, this the project, I think, the many will from a year ago, and you know all those people, the Jordan Willis and all those people that aren't with us anymore, to show up finally, and mm. you know all these names that we want to talk about because they made an impact, yeah. uh, because that's what we do. We're just very deep at uh, the D-, D line, and one week is that guy, the other week is that guy making a play, and I think he's, I think he's going to be one of those guys. It wouldn't surprise me if he finishes the season with you know, seven, eight sacks and, and a bunch, loads of tackle and, and a big play here and there. Uh, but yeah, no, good to see. Good trade. We'll
1: nothing. Yeah. So it's great. And I, I think he's going to be getting a lot of snaps uh, at the opposite end from, from Bosa. I'm not quite yep. sure what has happened to Drake Jackson. Yeah, well, a bit of a sophomore slump. Um, pretty yeah. absent.
0: Amazing first game. Uh, obviously, with the three sacks and then nothing since. Um, maybe he's going through a bit of an iuk phase you know the it's not as easy as you think it is uh you need you're mm-hmm. gonna need to work harder so you're not gonna play until you do work harder and look what it did to be now uh being completely reliable and our number one receiver maybe that's what jackson's going through at the moment and he's getting taught that you can't just show up on game day and expect to play you have to put the work in don't know. Yeah. Uh, this is me speculating. Yeah,
1: worth speculating on. I, I'd like to see him back uh, contributing yeah. again soon. Well, I think we've we've covered pretty much everything we we can out of the game. Player, what player watch? There's only the two of us. Um, but I'm not sure. Not sure what Lee would have said about Michivitz. Um And I, I don't think Ronnie Bell um, took anything other than special team snaps. So no, that's Jordan, true. Jordan Mason.
0: Um, but we can oh. talk about the two the two that are absent. Uh, Mike Kivitz, I quickly touched on it earlier. I don't think it was too bad. I don't think it was too great either. Uh, I'm going to be honest, I didn't really pay that much attention to him particularly. Um, Ronnie Bell. Right. I, <laughs> yeah, I know. Soccer? Well, it's Lee's job, not mine. Um, <laughs> yeah, of course. Um, Ronnie Bell, as soon as Debo was out, I thought maybe could be of the story of the day and could make an impact. And yeah, that's what you need from your team sometimes. You know, your main guy is down. And then all of a sudden, number 10 shows up. And he did it once. He didn't do it yesterday. It's a shame. Um, but yeah, Jordan Mason. What can you say? I love the guy. He's so good. He's so good. He, uh, he ended up averaging... Let me find the stat exactly because
1: I think it's, I get it's that over right. six.
0: It's, uh, it's 5.4 okay. 5. 4 5 yards 4. per carry. So I mean that's 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 brilliant. Why we, why did we not hand him the ball more? Five yards per carry, two carries first down, job done.
1: I think. I mean, he certainly earned my trust. I I was surprised Shanahan didn't didn't lean on him more without mm-hmm. McCaffrey. And yeah, I think no, sometimes that that's got to be done. You stick with your game plan uh, and and you you have. You stick with the offensive line trying to, to open those holes and you, and you make sure that you've got a guy who can go through them. Um, having said that, I think the O-line did struggle. Um, we struggled, particularly at the second level. Um, and obviously we had a few tackles for loss, um, but that was a, a ferocious uh, Browns Browns D-line just getting in amongst and fill in the gaps and just plugging everything up. So hard yards for Mason there, but he's Uh a, he's a big, he's a big lad. He's the kind of guy I think he's exactly who would have wanted in that game. He's been in safe hands. Um, and you always know he's going to get one more yard than he should. Um, and in a game of fine margins, (laughs) yeah. yeah. (laughs) Or at least, at least one more yard than he should. Uh, so yeah. Yeah. And a good good touchdown, you know,
0: that's Mm. that's two in a row now. So, um, um, chasing McCaffrey for the for the record he has mm. got a few a few games to go <laughs> but uh yeah no I'm I'm happy he's clearly number two as well because Mitchell was there took what two snaps three snaps um so yeah that's no, good I'm very happy what about your guy do you want to know what do you do uh-
1: Bit up and down, a bit yeah. up and down for Demo. I think um, he got he got certainly burned badly by Amari Cooper, but I think that's Slipped. you know he does he does slip over. Um, yeah. So you get a little bit a bit of sympathy for him, and obviously Amari Cooper is is a it's a good wide receiver. He's still got yeah. something left in the tank. I think he has dropped off people's uh, radar as being perhaps the top ten receiver. He was generally thought of at Dallas. Um, but he's he showed, particularly with that sideline catch, as you said, on, yeah. on Ward, he's, he's still got something in him. Um, good interception from Demo, though. Uh, disappointed, he did miss a couple of tackles uh, in the wet. I yeah. think there was one where, where they had that, that big run, I think, where you said that Oren Burks took yeah. him down at the end. I think Demo had a chance to get him three or four yards earlier, um, and he just seemed to be like a greased pig. Couldn't get hold <laughs> of him. Um, just disappointed, but I'm sure Demo will be as well. Um, and he'll uh, he'll bounce back. Sure. Shall we? Um, should we dust off the score predictions table?
0: I'm not even going to bring it up because okay. <laughs> we did we did very poorly this week. Uh, it's a it's did, big fat did, zero across the board.
1: No, no, no one scored anything. No I thought, one
0: scored any points. I I can remind everybody. Uh, so Lee someone had...
1: predict seventeen for the Browns. I thought someone did.
0: No, no, no one yeah. did, unfortunately. Um, I was very close. I think I was the closest, but uh, not close enough. So Lee had 37-7. Uh, uh, I had 30-14, so I was, wasn't was that far off. Uh, Paul had 32-13, and you had 31-9. Oh,
1: yeah. yeah. Got the field goals right, but they uh, they obviously sneaked in that touchdown. That's it. Anyway, um, yeah, yeah let's, the, let's... the last
0: touchdown took it, took it off for me, unfortunately.
1: Um, yeah, let's uh, let's flush that game as well and um, yeah. uh, come back to the score predictions. Uh, I think we've just about covered it. Record time, Najee, since there's only, only the two of us. Uh, have you fine. got anything else uh, to add before I wrap things up?
0: No, just a reminder. Uh, we will talk about the watch party. Uh, what was learned? What wasn't? What, how was it? Was it good? Was it not good? All of this, it was definitely good. It um, did look good. <laughs> I wasn't there, but it looked good. Was it there? um wasn't yeah, Lee and Paul are going to talk about it. I'm sure Paul will talk about it with Nick during the live tomorrow at 8 p.m. Uh, this this should go um, probably tomorrow morning. I'm working from home, so I'll edit this. It's Tuesday morning. Tuesday morning for the people listening on Wednesday or Thursday. What are you doing? Listen on Tuesday. Um, no, apart from that, uh, we'll move on to the Vikings. And uh, not yeah, much I'll else I'll- to say
1: do hope everyone uh, enjoyed the watch party there there is a post on the Facebook group for some uh, feedback from Lee uh, I know some uh, I think the party was good some of the things perhaps around it and the access and the uh, and the size of the venue uh, I do understand why a couple of people might be have been left a little bit disappointed um, yeah. but it is all all is all a learning curve and the people who, who were there uh, seem to have a good time and and it does look like there was a, a sort of secondary spin-off a meeting at another venue. Um, so it's great great to see at least we be able to get Niners fans together in the same place at the same time. And that's just got something he needs did, to say.
0: I did have something else to say. Uh, I just want to nip it in the bud. Uh, it's not a bud anymore, but I want to nip this notion of the curse. Uh, because, yes, it feels like every time we have a watch party, the 49ers lose. But you have to all remember, watch parties have been a thing way before the 49ers got involved. And I would like to report that as an official watch party of the UK faithful, um, we are actually 6-3. and three. So, um, That's uh, true. we went back and looked with Lee, uh, Aluka, and we all remember the biggest game, the Saints in Edinburgh. That was a watch party, and we won. So there is no such thing as a curse. Yes, the official 49ers watch party are 0-3, but uh we are six and three with the uk and six and six total so it's neck and neck so the next one is definitely the one that puts us over the hump and there will be a win i'm sure of it will happen um it might even be the super bowl
1: one well that that i was going to say that will be the super bowl watch party exactly so
0: so uh, yeah. yeah No, sort of thing as a curse. It's just bad luck.
1: Good. Uh, yeah, I think that that bud definitely needs to be uh, uh, nipped. Uh, yeah. We love we love finding patterns where there aren't any. Are they exactly? So, yeah, we um, do that well. You can say we, we we've always lost on Sundays as well. So that's true. That's very true. It's, very <laughs> you, true. Know, it's uh, you can read into it what you want. Anyway, thanks for joining me, Najee, and no, thanks, thanks. To everyone who listens to and watches the show. Uh, and we do appreciate uh, any feedback. Um, but I think this week, yeah, provide the feedback on the on the watch party. Um, that's what I think we really need to uh, to yeah. take back to Santa Clara. Um, but it did look like the the event was very successful, um, and I'm, I'm jealous of all the uh, Joe Staley pictures. Um, although, if to be fair, if I had my photo taken with Joe Staley, I doubt I'd make it up to about his belly button. Um, so it's it's not quite the same when you're getting the man hug. Um, But the podcast will be back later in the week. Hopefully, uh, Paul and Lee will do a watch party one. uh, And then we will be back to look ahead to the trip to to Minnesota to face the Vikings because the NFL doesn't stop. So while it's not the result we wanted, we'll take the loss and we move on. So flush this game, look forward to the next one, and go nine. Deep in the heart, like Joe
0: Montana in the corner, deep heart, Garrison Hurst, Spit going 99. Don't get it twisted, one and all with five time. John Teller, Jerry Rice down the sideline, NDP, greatest owner up, all time, Groovy, Bell Bill check were all students of Bill Walsh. Don't ever forget.